been a long two weeks, but we are finally back and we are ready to roll onto another episode of Just Three Guys. And as always, my name is AJ. I'm joined by Thomas and Q. Hello. <laughs> we have had a pretty eventful past couple weeks and we're ready to discuss some of those events. Um, starting off with the surprising move of J.J. Watt to the Cardinals. Two years, $31 million, 23 is guaranteed. Was this a good move on his part? Uh, Honestly, I'm a fan of the move, honestly. Just because the Cardinals were competitive with everybody they played last year. You know, a couple games didn't go their way, obviously, but that's a, a pass rusher away from having 10 wins. You know, and J.J. Watt's obviously going to bring that to any team he goes to at this point. But, what, in the last two years, then you only have five sacks? Who else is on the defensive line, I believe line, so. Though? Are you talking about with the Texans? Yeah. yeah like, who else was there years, with yeah, him? You had five sacks. Shit. I'm not, I'm not sure, but. That, that's what I'm Nobody. saying. So, if he's constantly being double teamed, you know. Obviously, your sack numbers are going to go down. He's not going to have to worry about getting double teamed because Chandler Jones is with Arizona, too. Ah, well, I don't like the move. I think um, this was a money move, obviously. Um, if he was looking for a ring, he definitely would have went to another team. But um, he's chasing that money, and it's damn sure not going to get done in Arizona. I but reports came out that so, he was offered more money. For other teams, for two other teams, you said what? Oh, reports came out that he, the Colts, offered him more money than the Cardinals did. Um, I didn't know that, but mm, I don't know. I think I still think it was a money move. I don't think he's looking for a, a ring at all. There's, there's no I, way. Yeah, I, I don't. Don't get me wrong. I don't think the Cardinals are going to win a ring, but they can very easily make the playoffs. I think. The the only thing that just that doesn't stick with me is the fact that he said that he wants to win a ring. Yeah. Well, did he actually say that? I don't think he actually said. Maybe I mean, I'm he sure did. he actually does want to win a yeah. ring, but I guess he didn't want to take the easy road to do it. He wanted to build with another team to get there, I guess, to make it more meaningful. Like, he didn't want to take the Kevin Durant route because Green Bay is right there. Kansas City's right there. Um, who's the other team? Uh, the Bills are right there. Yeah. And the only other team in that mix that still could potentially be there with maybe a couple more pieces is Cleveland. See, I, I, so I, I, I think. Good. I wouldn't even call that taking a Kevin Durant route. Um, all those teams definitely needed another pass rusher, especially Green Bay. So I think. If he would, if he was trying to go to the Chiefs, well, nah, the Chiefs need a damn rusher too. If he was trying to go to like the Bucks, maybe they already have like, pass yeah, rushers. Yeah, sure. A stacked team. Sure. Okay, that that looks very KD ish, but Cleveland, damn sure needed another pass rusher. The Bills, with I don't even know who the ends are. I know they got Ed Oliver in the middle, uh, but I, I, I don't know who the ends are. Play? I have, I have no clue. 
yeah, I mean the Packers definitely the Packers. Yeah, I thought Packers he was going to Green Bay a, for sure. Yeah, they've been missing a pass rusher since prime Clay Julius, Matthews. Julius Peppers, bit. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like I said, you know, I don't think he's gonna win a ring, obviously, with Arizona. But I, Arizona's to me is definitely a competitive team. Like, like I said, when you look at their schedule. They all the games that they lost, they didn't get blown out in any game. You know, some some of those teams, and you need pass rushers in that division when you got Chase Russell Russell Wilson around for God knows that is how true. long every play. Yeah, and, you know it seems. Go ahead, go ahead. It it seems like as far as like the reasoning why JJ Watt went down there, one of the main things was Kyler Murray. Yeah, JJ I, Watt wants to play with a winning quarterback and. He had his press conference um, today, and he said uh, he had texted him yesterday and said, I'm here because I believe in you. Yeah. He's been a winner at every stage of his life. That's not a coincidence. Is, so, is, is that a slap That's slap what, to the face uh, at Deshaun Watson? You're not calling Deshaun Watson a winner? Well, no. Like, I don't I mean, not no, necessarily. It, that's even that's bad. Like, I think that's bad wording. Well, at the, even at the end of last season, like their last game of the season, when J.J. Watt and Deshaun Watson were walking off together, you can hear J.J. Watt say, he was like, I'm sorry, we wasted we wasted years of your career. Yeah, but I, I think that's bad wording. I don't think he should have said it like yeah, that. Yeah, I can see what you mean by that. Like, I don't think it was yeah. in t- like supposed to be a slap in the face of Deshaun Watson. I think it was more so of like Arizona's more built up to win than Houston will be for the next God knows how long. That is very true. Plus, plus, yeah. him and DeAndre Hopkins are back together too now. Yeah, that but is true. Of I course, know, uh, then we've seen all the uh, the scenarios. What if Watson goes to Arizona to get the big three back to what they consider Houston's big three yeah. back together, and that would obviously be a trade of Kyler Murray going to Houston, which that's not gonna happen at all. No, nah. Arizona's not getting. Kyler Murray is the perfect quarterback for what Cliff right. Kingsbury that, wants to that's, do. That, that's clickbait. One of those fun things yeah. to just throw out there is like a off-season what-if scenario. Yeah, yeah, just bullshit. But so my thing is, and that in that division, I, we talked about this division before: Seahawks, Rams, Cardinals, 49ers. So 49ers coming back next year, hopefully healthy. Healthy. Rams get a new quarterback. Seahawks, if they can get Russell some old linemen. Some defense, keep them happy. If Russell stays. Yeah. Uh, do you still think they can go to the playoffs? Yeah. Uh, especially no. With, ex- the Cardinals? I, think, yeah. I don't think especially so. Especially with a third wild card team? With with three wild card spots now? Oh, it's three wild card spots now? Yeah, because there's an extra. Oh, yeah. They'll, they'll saying, definitely they, get in. There's seven teams that go into the playoffs now. All right, so. Starting know, this year. Well, yeah, this past season, there were seven teams. Seven. Okay, so Saints-Bucks. Next year, most see, likely. I, I, but who's going to be the Saints quarterback next year? <laughs> Probably Jameis. I mean, Honestly, I don't think the quarterback I, – I won't say it doesn't matter for the Saints, but – You think it's more scheme? Like that scheme yeah. frees a lot of stuff up? Okay, so – And with Jameis' big arm, hey, the Saints, they can be a problem still. Let's see. The NFC playoffs last year were – because that's if they roll with Jameis. So with Saints Bucks, because Saints played the uh, Bears first round. Because the Cardinals round, were two games out last year. It was the Bucks were a wild card team, 
The Rams were a wild card team at ten and six, and the Bears were a wild card team at eight and eight. The Cardinals went eight and eight. Mm. If the 49ers can shake that injury bug, they're going to be a problem. And they was not only did agree, yeah. they they had a they had a down year after going to the Super Bowl, which kind of benefited them because now they get a a better pretty good pick. spot in the draft, right? And they're getting all their players back. Like they've played without Bosa. They virtually played the whole season without Kittle. Yeah. At least he played a few games, but it felt like he was gone majority of the season. Yeah. Because there were just so many pieces missing. It felt like they never had a legit running back. Mm-hmm. Like, Mosser went down. Coleman went down. Wilson went down. Um, Fred Warner missed some time. Kinnon went down. Yeah, like, they always had one of them. And then as soon as one of them would right. come back, the other one would get hurt. I say Fred Warner right. missed time. Like, yeah, it was, it was a rough year. And they like, still won six games. Yeah, like, the, NF- the NFC – uh, West is going to be a lot more competitive next year. It's going to be fun because, granted, we don't know who's going to start at quarterback for San Fran, whether they keep Garoppolo or they get rid of him and draft somebody. But you you know what you're getting out of the Seahawks. Yeah. You know, Matthew Stafford is going to be a what-if for the Rams this year because it's going to be his first year. But they get an offseason this year. so Exactly. If I, had a, if I had a prediction for that division, I would say don't sleep on the 49ers, but I think the Rams will be in first place. You think the Rams will be in the first year. place? I think the Rams will win the division well, next see, year. They got That's a true. defense the, to be in first place. Because the Rams were only two games behind the Seahawks last year. They still have a top ten – I'm sorry, they still have a top five defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And The best corner in the game. Now they're getting rid of one of – like. Jared Goff made terrible decisions. We're, we're assuming that, that they made a could have costed them. And right. So I think with Stafford there, and I know you said what if, but I think with Stafford there, that's going to escalate them to the place that they need to be. So, which I know they made the playoffs last year, but I think they're actually going to be able to win the division. So back to the whole JJ Watt thing, like when when he said because he wanted to go to a team that was competitive. Yeah. For him, competitive is making the playoffs at this point. <laughs> if, like, honestly, not even trying to be funny. I mean, like, he's been to the playoffs. Oh, he has, I but he's hardly played. It's been so long since it's, he's it's been, been a the minute. Playoffs. It's been you know, what since 2016? Since the Texans? No, they played uh, the Bills lot in two years ago. Yeah, but wasn't JJ Watt hurt? Probably. He's yeah, always I think, hurt. I think so, he's last past two years is the first time in a while he played all 16. So. When you look at the wild card or the picture from last year with the Bears being eight and eight and the Cardinals being eight and eight, if you look at how many one one to two possession games or ten, we'll say from seven to ten point games the Cardinals had last year, that's the majority of their losses minus like one or two. If you don't think J.J. Watt can help that defense be an extra win or two better, you would be crazy. Oh, for sure, but we also got to look at – I don't doubt at, that. I just don't see them actually winning the whole division. also got to look at the strength, you don't have uh, to strength win the of schedule division. next year. You don't. Like, but gotta, it gives you a better spot. We also got to look at that strength of schedule next year for Arizona. Because this year, they schedule – it wasn't the hardest. And they were still losing. Hell, they lost to the Patriots. Trash can. Yeah, but that's the thing. They lost by three points, and if you remember, but y'all suck, Cam, though. how's the I'll Cardinals' say, yeah. offensive line? Wasn't Kyler Murray running for his life this past year? He was year? running for his life, but even the Patriots game, it was like Cam had like a ten yard run that put him at like 
the 50, and then they got a 15-yard penalty for a late hit. So that immediately put them in the field goal range. Like, they're very fixable mistakes away from winning. I mean, yeah. they're they're a young team. So, so looking at their schedule, they play the NFC North next year. The who? It, the Cardinals would play the NFC North next year and the AFC North, okay. South so next Bears, year. Bears, Packers. Mm. So, at least they're playing the Bears, Packers, Lions, don't, Vikings. I would say, don't sleep on the Vikings. Saints, Falcons, Packers, Bears, Vikings. Panthers. Yep, and they play the Cowboys next year. Mm, and then the rest up. of Pretty it is game. their division. So, you know, let's that's, let's, a, that's a tough schedule. Let, let's say, you know, they're going to beat Houston. They're going to beat Carolina. Probably going to beat the Bears. You think they'll beat Carolina? Yes. What if Carolina gets a quarterback? Who are they getting a quarterback? I mean, it's going to be <laughs> someone from the draft. Or Deshaun Watson. They won't. Mm. They play week eight. So if you draft a quarterback in the first round and they're not ready right away, that quarterback would be either going into his first start of his career or would maybe have one or two starts before that. Okay. Oh, they, they lost to the Panthers this year. I understand that. But they didn't have J.J. Watt. What was the score of that game? <laughs> J.J. Watt makes that big of a difference. What about 21. the Texans? He didn't make that big of a so difference lo- on the Texans. So they lost a so they lost a ten point game. But he's being double teamed in Houston. He's not going to be getting double teamed in Arizona because they have Chandler Jones. He hardly fucking played in Houston. And let's be real, Chandler Jones missed all of last season too. No. To be honest, I don't know if he was getting double teamed in Houston. I didn't watch any of the games, but I I haven't seen that same motor in J.J. Watt. Maybe. Even different. if he got double teamed, he still hardly played. Different, different scenery. Over the past well, like five years, this dude's been injured just about every year. I think different scenery would definitely help get him motivated again, but That's what he I'm hasn't saying. looked. Yeah, that all those injuries, man, and age, like that, you lose, you lose some. That would be the one thing because I think he does. He is playing with a chip on his shoulder at this point because I think a lot of people think he's washed. That's what I'm saying for people like you who are saying, you know, he's been hurt. He might not have it anymore. This is a great time for him to, to you know, prove he still has something. He's thirty. He's only thirty-one, and yeah, like on the wrong side of thirty, he's got at least another. I about to say two years left. Would, like two good years left. If you saying like he's a, I about to say like he hasn't been injured. Yeah. Damn near all his career, 31. Nah. That's what I'm saying. He's a hurt if he can, 31. If he can stay healthy, yeah. If he can stay healthy. He, yeah, yeah. It's, a, it's a big, it's a big, it's a big question, yeah. You know, what <laughs> Daquan always says, the best availability, or the best ability is availability. You know. Always. So, if he can stay healthy, I is that do quote from Is that quote straight from Daquan? I don't know. I've just always heard him say it. I think Shannon Sharp's the one who says it all the time, though. Nah, I say availability. Uh, Stephen A. Smith says durability. Oh. Ah, because he always used to bring that up to me whenever we would talk about Gronk. Let's say put that put that on a shirt. That shit would sell. <laughs> but but yeah, um, I, I think he does make the Cardinals better. I think he can oh. at least one game extra to get them into the wild card. But my thing is, do you think you know those three other teams in that division for one are going to shit the bed for them to get into the playoffs? Why why would they have to shit the bed? Because if they're good, they're not gonna get the Cardinals aren't gonna get in the playoffs. I don't think so. 
How, how I many think games did Kyler Murray miss last year? I'm not sure. I didn't even know he missed any. He he played. Man, how many games did he play? Because I think I think he missed a couple games where he had the the ankle injury, or he left oh, yeah, the I game early. Because he was getting sack sandwich. Yeah. I think that so was against the Rams. Thing. So you know, even then, if no, he can, he played the week after that. if if they can get him some some kind of help, like offensive line, obviously, he he has receivers to get the ball to. He's got you know, Kenyon Drake played well last year. So yeah, Kenyon Drake, he was snapping, especially the Cowboys. Shoot, I think they're better off with the one-two punch of him and Chase Edmonds. I agree. So you always need a, a change of back, a change of pace. Yeah. You know, but and that's the the new thing that's happened over the past few years is like I feel like every team is going to the the two back system. Yeah, yeah. it's, the, it's the best thing speed. to do. Yeah, that way you can at least keep one guy fresh. Right, right. Not Pittsburgh. <laughs> so <laughs> we to conclude to conclude the JJ Watt as far as this being a good move. I'm a, on a letter grade on a uh, grading scale. I will give this move. A, I'm gonna go B. I think that's fair. I'm going to go B. Yeah, nice solid B. A nice yeah, I solid can, 87. I, I can rock with that because, like I said, I think he makes them better. I think he can help them win at least one more game. But, obviously, he's not going to have the impact that, like, a quarterback would have. Yeah, I, I think this move is a huge what if for his career. Yeah. yeah. And what's going to happen because I, one player doesn't make a whole team. His, so his ass needs to stop lifting weights. He needs physical therapy <laughs> every day, bro. Every day, just get some mobility, cause this man stays hurt, bro. It's it's kind of funny how he said like he was gonna take his time picking, and then literally like two days after he said that he picked a team. Like when he <laughs> said it was gonna take him a while, I'm thinking like we weren't gonna know until like free agency like actually started. Yeah, but I want to. I I really want to know like. Yeah, I understand he said the whole Kyler thing, but what really made him want to go? To had to have been De- DeAndre um, Hopkins I, had to have said something to him, I think. Well, I actually looked, and it said because uh, I had pulled it up here in my notes. Um, he said there was okay. He said there was Steve Kime, which is a general manager, and the owner Michael Bidwell. Um, they all pretty much recruited him. There were also players. There were coaches involved. There were non-football people that who reached out and basically said that Paradise Valley was like the place to be to you know start a family and raise your kids. So that's one thing that also plays a factor is where he wanted to move to you know start a family with his wife. Okay. Um, so he said their recruiting pitch was pretty strong and heavy. Um, but at the end of the day, he said he told his wife all signs just kept pointing down to Arizona because I think if it wasn't for Arizona, Green Bay is definitely up there yeah. because his family's from there. He played college there. Like it just all, it all made sense. Yeah. They'll like it was a championship. A, right. So, like a homecoming almost. It could have been. Yeah. yeah. That's what was expected. And I guess with JJ Watt, Something that we've learned over his career is you can't expect the expected with him. Yeah. So he, he marches to the beat of his own drum. Right. But, uh, and uh, you you got to respect it. Yeah, for sure. 
Honestly. You got to respect it. Um, we're going to move on to the next topic. Uh, so one other thing is that Alex Smith was released. Now, he's obviously – I think he will get signed again. If he doesn't get signed, I think he'll retire at this point, you know, with his leg. But if he does retire and down the road, maybe a few years, should Alex Smith take nameship of the Comeback Player of the Year award in the NFL? Any, Hell anybody? no. Yeah, I would say I agree. I don't think so. Why? Why? Like, why I, I'm asking you. Like, why is that? Why should why, he? Why is that even a a, a a thought? This is a debate that I had seen on social media. Do you think he? Do you and think the only should, reason yes is no? because he. I mean, I don't, I don't think so. I was the the reason why. I, but I figured this would be good to to debate amongst us because I mean he did have his just gory injury and this triumphant recovery to the return but the, and he played but i feel like the whole point of the comeback player of the year award is playing bad one season and the next season just being a completely different athlete not well no that would be hurt. most improved yeah that's you're right there, there's a reason why come comeback player of the year but the thing about comeback player of the year it isn't who can come back for the most gruesome injury it's, you know, who misses time and then can come back and play the best. So who can overcome adversity? Yeah. So like, still... for instance, like the reason why I wouldn't name it after him is because we've seen players come back from gruesome injuries before. Um, Teddy Bridgewater almost lost his leg in training camp. And, you know, fast forward a couple years now, he's a starter. He's a starter on an NFL team. Played you know, the whole season. Right. He he didn't look all-world, but Teddy Bridgewater has never been an all-world guy. You know exactly what you're getting out of Teddy Bridgewater. Um, even when you look at other sports, Sean Livingston almost had his leg amputated off because he tore, dismantled everything in his knee. He came back and was a crucial part on a championship team. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's, it's great he came back, but... He didn't come back and put up otherworldly numbers. Yeah. He, I, I, here's a what-if scenario for you. Alex Smith comes back from this injury. Say he comes into the season, fourth or fifth game, starts the games the rest of the season for the Red or the football team, and then he takes the football team to the Super Bowl and he wins. What would you say then? This is a completely hypothetical thing. My thing is, it's the – the comeback player of the year award. He's only going to come back one time. It's not like he came back, won a Super Bowl, got hurt again, came back, won a Super Bowl, got hurt again. This is one time. But how many people actually win the award when that happens? Because I don't – Like how many people have won it multiple times? No, not talking about that, but like – I don't think you can name name something after someone that only won it one time. Like I would say because Chad Pennington won the award twice. (laughs) Oh damn! So it should be the, the Pennington Award. So the Pennington like, Award. <laughs> so you see what I'm saying? Because it's like, because if you're if you're want to name the Comeback Player of the Year award after somebody, it's almost like it's kind of a slap in the face to everybody who wins it after that. Because you're constantly going to think back to the Alex right. Smith injury. You'd be like, "Dang, you got hurt and you came back, but it wasn't as gruesome as this injury." 
You know what I mean? Exactly. Imagine AP mm. winning an award and it said the Pennington Award. What? Yeah. Or the <laughs> Alex Smith shoot, Award. AP was a running back towards ACL and came back and rushed for over 2,000 yards. And oh yeah, they didn't have nah, this conversation. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, what happened was was great. I'm glad he, you know, was shoot even able to walk again at, at how bad that his leg injury was. But yeah, sure. You know, I I don't think. You'll, you'll never see, like, an award named after somebody like that, a player like that, just because nobody's bigger than, than the NFL. Of the course. shield. Yeah. It, of course. So the only thing I probably can see being named after someone is probably the MVP uh, award in the Super Bowl, naming that after Tom Brady. Like, Out of, like, the, me, the actual awards, like – Discounting like the Walter Payton Man and the, like nothing like that. You're yeah, talking about no, just like I mean, full fledged like, award. Actually, yeah, actually football. Well, men of years football too, but that's more outside of the the lines. But yeah, inside the lines, I think that would be the only one because of just how great he is and how he dominated the game so long. Like obviously, the Lombardi Trophy is named after somebody, but you, I don't think you would ever see a a minor award like. A, I say minor like it doesn't matter, but <laughs> an award like the Comeback Player of the Year, you would never see that named after somebody, I don't think. Yeah. Nah, yeah. The nah. same with the NBA, yeah, I, man. NBA just, what is it, just the Naismith Award? No, nah, that's college. That's college, yeah. yeah. College NBA is just, the one what, MVP? MVP. <laughs> MVP, MIP. They have most improved, yeah. Yeah, they just – the Nissan Award winner of the yeah it's yeah not named after anyone. The only ones that do like the um named after players would be, you know, college. Oh yeah, yeah. And I guess technically baseball with the Cy Young winner. S- same with hockey. Oh, uh, they baseball has a few named after players. Yeah. So. I say M- NBA. Uh, the Bill Russell Award is uh MVP. The of the finals. Finals, okay. And I don't even know. I don't even know if it's the actual Bill Russell award. I think they just had Bill yeah. Russell presented. Presented, he's yeah. Old as shit. <laughs> They're like, "Yo, how's this dude still alive, bro?" Knock on wood. God, oh, I don't want to see him die. But to be honest, I'd be asking that every time. I'm like, "Won't Bill Russell born in like 40, <laughs> in 1940, bro? Like, how is he still? <laughs> that shit crazy." But to answer your question, no, I don't think it should be named after him personally. A thousand percent, no. He, yeah, I, he I, trash I'm, can juice. I agree with y'all for once. Now on this, I do think he gets picked up by another team. And yeah. I, I, I could see him being a, a backup. I think because yeah. he has that veteran presence, yeah, a QB consultant. So team consultant. I right. was talking to my dad the other day, and even before Alex Smith got cut, I was like, "Man, Alex Smith is like a bridge guy now. He's like." Like, you know how when teams draft a quarterback in the first round, but they're like, we don't want him to start right away? Yeah. To me, he's one of those guys now. How, like, Ryan Fitzpatrick was for Tua. How uh, Tyrod was for Baker. Like, they're a veteran guy. You know what you're going to get out of them. They can go win some games if need be. But he's just there to make sure that your guy is ready. Right. Like, he he's the groomer now. To me, is what Alex Smith is at this point of his career. Yeah, I, I can see that. For sure. And there's nothing wrong For with sure. that. Ryan Fitzpatrick's made a hell of a career out of it. That is true. Um, yeah. Another athlete that had an extremely gruesome injury 
now this was last week because you know we took a week off but um tiger woods was involved in a very uh awful car accident single car accident he had ran off the road uh to be honest with you i didn't even want to look into the reasons why because i respect him that much of an athlete i just want him to be able to make a comeback his legs were almost pulverized they had to save his legs inserted rods into his legs to make sure they could um pretty much bind the bones back together and everything make sure they were able to have a successful injury he's going to have one hell of a comeback if he actually is able to play golf again obviously they're not ruling that out yet because it only happened a week ago but time will tell you know if this is the actual end for tiger it was a hell of a run but you know myself and everyone that loves and respects golf and tiger woods really hopes he comes back um one cool thing that they really did on uh sunday was at the uh the pga tournament tiger woods's wardrobe is the iconic sunday red and a lot of mainly the nike players were able to dress up in the sunday red polo with the black pants in honor of Tiger Woods. And even some of the players who aren't sponsored by Nike, such as the only one that really comes to my mind is Justin Thomas. Um, but there were a few of other players that actually did pay tribute to him, and they wore a rendition of a red polo and black pants to try to you know, kind of mimic that, even though because there's a lot of people were really upset at some golfers. And this is why I saw on social media, especially um, Max Homa, which he had won a tournament – two weeks ago, um, Max Homa was getting a lot of inquiries from fans and fans were saying that, you know, he needed to go to Walmart or go to Dick's or something like that, pick up a red polo and stitches logos onto it and everything. And he put out a tweet saying, you know, how he can't do that. There's sponsorships involved. Mm-hmm. He can't, you know, go against his sponsorships. He can't go against, um, the company that, uh, provides his, his clothes basically for the tournament because they have set uniforms essentially for each day that they don't, you know, they don't choose what they wear. And he kind of expressed that and people were still like, yeah, whatever you're a dick basically. And, (laughs) um, you know, he just, he shrugged it off, but there was, I guess there was just some confusion as to why players couldn't do that. But mainly you saw the Nike sponsored players actually pay tribute. So that was, that was really cool. And you can see a lot of people at the tournament were also uh, very, um, what's the word? I can't even think of the word. Like, in the moment, you know? Yeah, like it was a Like, a this, is something, this is something historical, right? Yeah. This is a historical moment. So, um, it just sucks, yeah. you know? It, it sucks. Especially with Tiger Woods, because to me, I mean, I'm not even really a big golf fan, but... Tiger Woods to me is somebody who transcended golf. Like people knew, people who I didn't watch golf and I knew what the red polo was. When 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 you seen that red polo on TV, you know what time it was. Um, Tiger Woods had me sit down and watch a whole tournament just because he was in the lead. I was like, oh, I guess I'm gonna sit here and watch these last three hours just to see if he can pull it off and actually win. Um, so for you know. It was unfortunate that he got into a car accident, and if he can never come back and play again, great. But you know, I don't think anybody would. He's got nothing left to prove. 
as far as golfing goes. You know, he's yeah, yeah, yeah. Already looked yeah, at so. at least by us as at least the best that I've seen. <laughs> yeah, I think um, when I heard about the accident, I was, I was scared. I was like, "Man, we just lost Kobe last year. We can't lose another legend." Yeah. I, I was nervous, right. especially when I, I, re- I was reading it was a bad accident, like the was it the jaws of life had to come into play or whatever. Yeah, I, I was. Yeah, I was really nervous, but um, yeah. I, I've been seeing things saying he wasn't on anything, like he yeah. was coherent with answering and all that stuff. So I don't think it was just a a drug related or alcohol related I, incident. Maybe he just lost control or yeah, something. I seen something where somebody was saying he could have possibly like dozed off while driving, but yeah. they said they didn't find from at least from what I've seen, they didn't find anything like you said. You know, drugs he wasn't or alcohol impaired in his yeah. system, right? So that's yeah, but, you know um, a plus. Yeah, I, I, he don't like Thomas said. He has nothing to prove anymore, man. Like, it's it's okay, dog. It's, it's teach, teach other Dude, people. I'll say he got a he's got a whole son like that. Yeah, like say teach your son. Yeah, I, 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 I was scared. They, I was they like, got they got another legend. Yeah, I was too. I I remember seeing people were tweeting like, "Please be alive" and stuff like that, and yeah. I was like, "There's no way, dude. Yeah. There's no way." That's with us just losing uh Vincent Jackson, man. I Yeah. It's it's hard losing these athletes, man, especially ones you know. I would say used yeah to watch every that you grew up watching. Yeah, man. that's the yeah. thing. Like I was I, will, I was awful. gonna say that it's kinda like to the point now where like all these tragic deaths to athletes are people we grew up watching. Yeah. Like right. it's it's crazy because you know, when the update came out that Vincent Jackson had uh had passed away, I think we literally talked about him on the episode. Like, even for a split second, because I think I had compared somebody to Vincent Jackson. Literally, the yeah, episode, so. yeah. like, mm-hmm. that week. So, it was kind of yeah. weird that it happened that way. Yeah, I think one, one thing to take away from this weekend and the tribute that the PGA tournament and the PGA golfers paid towards Tiger was Rory McIlroy, which... They're both Nike sponsors. They're both really good friends. But he said one thing that kind of just stuck with me, and I think it just sums up overall what Tiger Woods is to golf. He said, if there was no Tiger Woods, I just think the tour and the game of golf in general would be in a worse place. He's meant a lot to us. He still does mean a lot to us, and I think that was just a little way to show that. Yeah. And, I I mean, I couldn't agree more. Golf would not be where it is. The same. <laughs> Very true. You know, it wouldn't right. be where if, it is if there golf. was no Tiger. Tiger made golf, I guess you could say, cool to watch. Like, oh, one hundred percent. I think he made it fun. Like he made it exhilarating. Yeah. You know how many times I'll I'll drain the shortest putt and I'll just get like a par or a bogey, bump. and I'll do the huge fist pump, bro. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, it was he kind he kind of almost brought like. Even though golf isn't a sport of intensity, you would say he kind of brought he kind of made it like as intense as you can possibly make it mm-hmm. as a golfer. Right. Like he brought some kind of flair, there would shaking hands before the putts even going in. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there would there would be no Sunday red. Yeah. There'd be no Tiger head covers on your drivers. Well, I mean, t- there's no a lot of things balls. that there would. Yeah. No Tiger Woods golf balls. TV companies would None have been losing it, money. Cause yeah. Hell yeah. Tiger playing, everyone was watching. 
Yeah. All types of different. Even people that don't. Exactly. Even people that never picked up a club in their mm-hmm. life watch Tiger Woods just because they exactly. know they know the name. It's like, oh, Tiger, right. Tiger's in first. Well, let me let me see what he's doing today. Right. Let, let me <laughs> see what let me see what Tiger gonna do today. <laughs> you you and, and then you <laughs> pop up there and he's got that Sunday red on. It makes it all the better. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Yeah, who who cares if he's four over? <laughs> definitely, definitely happy he's okay though. Yeah, it's, definitely. You know, yeah. definitely, definitely a blessing. <clears throat> Yeah, big wishes for his his speedy recovery. It's it's well, I'd say speedy, but it's it's going to be a journey for him. Yeah. Um, and moving on to the next topic, some lighter news. UFC two fifty nine this weekend. Oh, oh baby! We finally have a an amazing card. This probably will be card of the year. Um. Given how many cha- do we have? What three championship three fights? Championship, just based off the names, like even Jan, if, yeah, Jan versus Adesanya, Nunez versus Anderson, and then Peter, Piotr, Piotr, Jan, Piotr, Piotr versus Sterling. I'm Al-Germain. not pronouncing this. Aljamain, Aljamain. It's yeah, solid. It's solid card. Not, so not to mention even no, nah, you even the other two. Fights on the main card. I'll say Tiago Santos just fought John Jones for the title, for the light heavyweight title last year or two years ago, and he's against he's fighting Alexander Rakic, who's, you know, the number four ranked guy in the division. And then you have Baby Khabib fighting. In uh, Islam, this poor Drew Dober because this fight was supposed to happen in 2016 and it didn't because <laughs> Islam popped for uh with. Usada, but it ended up getting overturned. But Islam, like everybody out of Khabib's camp from Dagestan, and then the camp that he fights at with uh, AKA, like they all say he was giving Khabib fits in sparring. They say he's a better wrestler than Khabib is. Like he a big he a big one fifty five too, bro. He yeah he tall. Like, there, everybody's saying like Islam is the next guy. He he's eighteen and one as a professional. That's like the common consensus around Russia and you know, AKA they all think Islam is the next guy at one fifty five. Okay, okay. She Who won. he lose to? I I don't know. He lost to somebody like <laughs> way way early on. I think. I I don't even I don't even know. Oh, it says um 2015 uh, Martins. Was it in the UFC? Jeez, yeah, it Islam was in the UFC. is Islam is minus three fifty five money line for his fight. What, bro? Did you see what Nunez is minus twelve fifty? Sweet Jesus! Shoot, I have her at minus thirteen hundred. Yeah, and him. then Megan Anderson at seven. Izzy is minus two thirty. Hey, Tom, who was that? Um, uh, I'm, lo- I'm looking on. I'm looking on. Uh, FanDuel Sportsbook. Uh, um, Megan Anderson is plus seven thirty on there. Bro, that's like that a slap. And then the Canadian Sterling versus Jan is minus one ten. Yeah, that's just gonna be a pick on for each one. Yeah. What'd you say, Q? Who was that? Uh, I think the Canadian chick Amanda Nunes fought. I oh. think that was her last fight. Oh, um, dang. She was just picking her apart. It was yeah. Bad, it bro. was um. Oh, I found her. It's a uh, Felicia Spencer. Yeah, that was so. She... Felicia Spencer actually beat Megan Anderson a couple years ago. Wow, 
this was a couple years ago, obviously. Megan Anderson kind of, when she first got to the UFC, she, like, struggled. Because uh, she was the former Invicta champ for 145. And Invicta's, like, just an all-women's promotion. Okay. But she's, mm-hmm. like, so Amanda Nunes is the 145-pound champion. But when I say she's not a real 145-er, like, Megan Anderson's a real 145-pound fighter. Like, she can't cut to 135. Like, James Krause is her head coach, and even he was like, he was like, she struggles to get down to 145. Mm. So, she's got a shot. I mean, if you want to try to make some money, seven, you know, 730 is not bad, especially when she's six foot. (laughs) (laughs) But but against, what's the lioness? So, it comes down to, uh, Amanda Nunes is probably going to win, but it's a matter of, if Amanda Nunes takes like overlooks her, it could very well go the other way. Megan, she's strong, she's lengthy, you know. I, I do I think she can like beat her in any one area? No, not really, but she could very well clip her and catch her. Without a doubt. Yeah, it's a, yeah always a puncher's chance. <clears throat> but the the main event, you know, that's AJ's boy. My boy Izzy moving up to he he moves up to two hundred five to fight Jan and um mm-hmm. now Jan this can go one of two ways. Jan's a dog. Jan is a yeah that Polish power is something yeah something serious. Um, just eating all the kielbasa. <laughs> so the thing is though, like Izzy doesn't want to fight anybody at one eighty five anymore. He he even said the only person who interests him fighting at one eighty five is Darren Till, but Darren Till has lost his last two fights. Um, so he's got to start winning in order to even have a sniff a title shot. Yeah. Is that, that's who he mentioned in his, um, post fight, right? Last like time he was interviewed. No, that was, um, Jared Cannonier. He when wanted he beat to fight. Costa? No, he wanted to fight Jared Cannonier. But yeah. Jared okay. Cannonier lost to Whitaker. Whitaker. Okay. Yeah. Right. But okay. Obviously with Izzy beating Whitaker, he beat Costa, you know, he's beaten the, the top contenders at. 185 um his his eventual he's chasing john jones he wants to he's gonna fight john jones oh shit are they done are they done with fight island no no no, no. They'll, they'll go back to fight island this one's just at the apex i would say this one's in vegas yeah, this right? is at the apex what's that like is that like their own arena yeah, is that like their so training center it's, or something? um it's attached to the performance institute i think but the apex is literally like I don't know if you've ever seen Dana White's Contender Series. That's where those guys fight. Slightly. That's what came on, like, FS1. Yeah, yeah, that and, like, the Ultimate Fighter okay. and stuff like that. They fight at the Apex. The Apex is a shorter, is a smaller cage, actually. Oh, okay. Which, honestly, favors Jan more than it does Adesanya because Adesanya's lengthy, wants to, count, wants to you know, back up and counter-strike. Smaller cage sure. makes that a little bit more difficult because, you know... Instead of, uh, I forget how big the actual cage, like forty feet or something like that. I think it's, I think it's like a foot or two shorter on each side. So you know that's what six six feet smaller. It's mm-hmm. a little harder to counter strike in there. Yeah, <clears throat> but the the goal for Izzy, he he's gonna chase John Jones to heavyweight if need be. He that's the fight he wants to get. Like, that's that's the fight people want to see, man. That'd be a definitely yeah, good fight. The um 
the press conferences leading up to that, especially with how much they really don't like each other, like, mm -hmm. there's not really going to be too much of a buildup with this, I would think, because Jan doesn't ever really trash talk anybody. He, you know, he's got, like, that foreign trash talk that's, like, really nice. Like, they don't mean to trash talk you. They just believe in themselves. He's too old for that shit yeah. anyways. He's 38. Yeah, you know, so they're not, there really shouldn't be a whole lot <laughs> of got trash a kid talking in, a, in this. Kid in a family and stuff, man. Yeah. Yeah. You know, Adesanya's not gonna trash talk too much um the most trash talk you'll get out of this fighting is easily Jan and sterling because they don't like each other at all and it's great mm -hmm. but so with this fight with this fight you know last time both of them fought was on what is that um the, the car same, usc yeah. 253 yeah back yeah, in october so, yeah so both both of them dominated a fight yes both of them um but with Jan, man he He's lengthy too, man. He a big boy. He so and I, yeah. Go ahead. And I think that would definitely, you know, counter kind of counter what Izzy like to do. Mm -hmm. But Izzy's just patient, bro. He just picks you apart. Like That's the nothing, thing. So. Yeah, you're not gonna be able to like if you and if you fast. try to fight pretty with Izzy, he's gonna he's gonna pick you apart. He he picks apart people even when they try to make it ugly. Um, it's just what he does. Now, yeah. I did see a video with his with Izzy's head coach, and he even said he like they're not overlooking Jan because a bunch of other people are. Um, he's even said like when you look at Izzy's kickboxing career, fighting like in general, all the people he struggled with has been people that were bigger, like closer to his size, with where he doesn't have that big of a reach advantage over because they don't have to rush in and really try to attack him. Yeah, um, they can kind of stand a distance from each other. Yeah. And throw. Um, but with that being said, Jan's best path to victory is easily to make it the ugliest fight you can possibly make it. <laughs> you have to grapple with him. You know, that's not even saying you get him down. You have to make him work, though. Try to get him up yeah. against the cage. You know, you can't let him, you can't let Adesanya dictate what's going on because yeah. you've seen what happened against Costa. He dictated, I think. He got touched one time that whole fight. Like, it's a it, he had a flawless fight. You can't allow him to dictate yeah. what's going on. You have to him fight apart. ugly. And Jan had a he had a beautiful uh, body kick against uh, Dominic. Yeah, yeah. So, so them leg kicks gonna come in. And he's a big boy to begin with. So yeah, he. You know, when how, you told me he was light light heavyweight, I was like, hell no. Yeah, he at least two thirty. <laughs> at least that might be what he goes back into the cage at though. Oh, okay. So yeah, you know he is massive, bro. And now Adesanya, he's Adesanya. I think's like six three, six four. So he has the frame to carry extra weight if he really wanted to. Um, That's true. It's just a matter of is he gonna do it? Probably not. He's already said he he might not even come in above two hundred. <laughs> yeah, because he'll probably move slower and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. That'll definitely affect his game. Yeah, you got to stick to stick to what got you to the dance. He's, you know, yeah. He said even in his kickboxing, he said he's fought all the way up to heavyweight while he was kickboxing. So it's something he's used to. Apparently, like the the people around him are confident that the weight change isn't going to be really be a big deal to him. Uh huh. So I mean, we'll we'll see what happens. It's it's going to be really interesting because this probably I've said it before. Obviously, when I thought. Costa was going to be aggressive like he normally was. Huh. That didn't happen. Um, Jan being a bigger guy, you know, but it's it's different until you actually get in there and get hit a couple times. It's easy for me to say yeah. sitting in a chair and 
watching these dudes fight, but I'm not the one getting punched in the face by a world class striker. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Costa was a disappointment. We ain't gonna talk about that. Moving on. <laughs> if you listen to him, he said he said he was hungover going into the fight. He said he had a whole Man, bottle he... of wine the night before. I was like, come on, bro, just take take the loss, bro. Yeah, he excuses, excuses. <laughs> yeah, take the loss, fight, fight your way back, and you know, give him a reason to to want to fight you again. This man Izzy humped him, bro. That was so disrespectful. <laughs> I did see a tweet where it was like, somebody was like, "Man, it's gonna be real sad when Poland starts World War Three because Izzy twerks over Jan's in the body after he knocks him out." I was like, <laughs> "Oh God, oh, bro, <laughs> gave, that, gave that man Costa three strokes." <laughs> This is bad. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it's definitely got the makings of card of the year just based off the names on it. Like, they, the UFC really sold out to get for this card. So, And what time does that start? Uh, for us, it's going to start at 10 p.m. on the okay, East okay. Coast. Um, Hear that, people? 10 p.m. Lock in. I'm gonna let you know. Take take a nap beforehand because three t- three titles. I'm gonna let you. It's probably probably end about two o'clock in the morning. Because <laughs> must be was it? dude. It must be nice being on the West Coast for these last shits. year, bro. Bro, I, c- I couldn't hang, bro. Bro, he, the main event started. He watched the first one. He's like, bro, I gotta go. AJ, one thirty like in the morning, bro. I was I was like do- watching it by myself, just dozing off. I was like, please, I was like, bro, bro, I need I, something. Oh god, yeah, it's cool and all, but I'm tired, bro. <laughs> But, uh, it's got to be so much easier on the West on Coast for that, because <clears throat> the West the West Coast gets to watch it at ten o- or at uh, seven o'clock. Seven o'clock. Is that the prelims? Yeah, prelims start at seven. No, oh, that's no, prelims start at okay. eight. I'm sorry. Well, on the West Coast, six. On the West Coast, there the main car starts at seven, seven yeah, for yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. For must the, be nice. That must be God nice, <laughs> right? <laughs> Bro, what I seen uh like all the like UK fans and stuff like that, like all the European fans, they have to get up at like. You know, four or five o'clock in the morning to catch the early prelims and the prelims and stuff like that. And I I did it one time, even just staying up till like two o'clock in the morning. I'm like, I don't know how you guys do it. I was like, bless your soul. I don't love fighting this much. <laughs> <laughs> bless your soul for for you're a dedicated. So thing. what the main? Yeah. The main card for them starts at like what ten ten a.m. or something over there. Yeah, I'd rather have that. Yeah, I'd rather a ten a.m. That'd be great. <laughs> Hell yeah. Bro, that's like waking up to football on the West Coast. Like, I, that'd be great. Right, by like 12, 12.30, 1 o'clock, a you're lot done. Of church. You got the rest of your day. Yeah. Well, even 7 o'clock, like if we could be on the West Coast and it'd start at 7, it'd be over by midnight. Yeah. That'd be you know, great. That would Still be, can get you eight hours of sleep. Yeah, that would be ideal. You Shoot, you could still go out to a bar if you want, in Texas now at least. <laughs> go go out to a bar and go have a couple of drinks before bars close. Texas, wow! Yeah, I mean, you can, you can do it here. You just can't drink after midnight. No, nah, that got lifted. To Texas, Texas Didn't lifted. Did I get lifted? Yeah. No, well, Texas is completely open. No, I thought. But I know for us, I thought Virginia got lifted. Well, Virginia got pushed to midnight for alcohol. Oh, okay. Oh. But the curfew's gone, so they can stay open until two if they wanted to. Oh, okay, okay. But who's gonna stay at a bar and can't drink, sipping on some waters after <laughs> twelve? Like, hey, let me, me. get a. Nice two hours to get sober and drive home. Get a sprite, bro. <laughs> right. <laughs> Take the Jaybird special. Hey, can I can get, I get a rocks, please? Just Shirley Temples, whole round of them. Yeah. <laughs> Don't worry, boys. This, this round's on me. <laughs> What's that? One seventy-five per 
Bet. Make them doubles. <laughs> doubles. I'm, I'm feeling frisky right now. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, and with that, uh, we're going to get to our last segment of the show. We're going to do best player to wear. This is what? Episode number 12, right? Yeah. Are we not, we're not going to talk about NBA All-Star? Oh, facts. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Touch on the – I forgot about the All-Star. Excuse me. So, actually, we're going to be talking about uh, – some of the all-star game was announced obviously um there were quite a few snubs and we wanted to discuss you know who we think are some of the biggest snubs for the players that did not make it um so before we start can i still count devin booker even though he's in now even though he got it but he only got in off of injury yeah, that's that's still disrespectful. Like, I mean, he, the he only still reason didn't he's in because AD can't play. Vote in. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Like him, and then I I think Zach Levine ended up getting in in place of Kevin Durant. Was that right? Or no, Sabonis. I lied. Sabonis. Yeah, Sabonis. Sabonis got in. Sabonis deserved it. Now he was a snub, in my opinion, because he's. I think they said his numbers were better this year than they were last year. Who Devin Booker? Uh, D book. No, for Sabonis. Oh, Sabonis. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, 21, 6, and 11, I mean, that's fantastic. I mean, those are great numbers, especially when you have Vucevic got in, and Vucevic is only averaging 24, 4, and 11. Hey, don't disrespect did, Vooch like uh, that. Uh, no, no, I'm not, respect I'm not trying to, like, disrespect him. I'm saying is in, like, when you're just comparing numbers, like, if Vucevic oh, got okay. in, Sabon- there's no reason, you know, Sabonis could have got in. Sabonis um, really ain't a big name, though. That's why. Yeah, like – I'm surprised Trey Young didn't get in, honestly. Oh, that's a good one. And that, that's Young, for AJ because I know AJ is averaging 27 points and 27 points and 10 assists a game. But they, it's it's not about it's not position. It's not point guard, shooting guard. It's front court guards. Court. Yeah, yeah, guards, forwards. That's what it is. So like, when you look at the other guards who got in, it Ben Simmons, Zach Levine, Kyrie. Harden. Uh, Jalen Brown, Kyrie, Bill. Bradley Beal, you know, were the other guards oh, yeah, who got I'm not, in. I'm not picking Trey Young over any of those. No, um, I'm, I'm all disrespect. I wouldn't either. I wouldn't either. With that being said, though, I did tell Daquan like four months ago before the season started that Jalen Brown was going to make his first all-star team, and he did it for me. <laughs> he, I'm surprised Julius Randle got in, man. That's that's big. Ju- 20, 23, 5.5, and, and 11. Don't sleep yeah, on the Knicks. That, that was a big one right there. That's, you know, that's nuts. But, but numbers obviously aren't everything because Ben Simmons got in. Ben Simmons, 16, 7, and 8. But, uh, ben but he got in he plays for defensive, defense. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Defense. But, um, now, he said that he considers, well, obviously, players are going to talk themselves up. He considers himself the best defensive player in the NBA. Ben Simmons? I. I can see yes. that. Yes. I mean, he can guard I mean, one through five. Six, yeah, he's 6'10". He can guard one you through know, five. You know, that when you when you want a lot, like, he's a real lockdown defender. Like, you take players like uh, Patrick Beverly, Marcus Smart. They can only guard but so many positions because of their, their height yeah. limitates them. Height. Um, yeah, that's Ben that's Simmons doesn't have that I was like <laughs> – yeah, when it comes to pick and roll, you only pick and roll to free up space and a switch. Yeah. So if you go, if you gonna run a pick and roll with Embiid, a seven footer, and then you got Ben Simmons right here, a six ten. What? 
like you're not really doing nothing. Yeah. So I definitely see him being the best uh, defender in the league right now. Yeah. What about um? What about Chris Middleton? Oh, you boy! Don't get him. Chris started. Middleton. Oh, <laughs> he should he definitely should have been over as a bonus. But um, honestly, nah. Chris Middleton this year, I don't think it's been you know his best year. Obviously, Sabonis is doing great things for the Pacers, but. I'm a Chris Middleton fan, so yeah. of course I want to see, see him in. Even though, I mean, I like Chris Middleton. I think Chris Middleton is a very good. He's a, he's like, he's the a good Robbie, ideal fit sure. of what you want for Giannis. It's somebody else who can play defense, somebody who can pass the ball, somebody who can shoot. Yeah, you know, a three and D. That's all you need. Yeah. Um. The now, as far as the list that I'm looking at, I see another one on here uh, was Mike Conley, and they were thinking that this year would have been. This is statistically his best year that could have given his first ever All Star game. Hey, Mike Conley, and he's thirty three years the old. Game? Never That's been to the All Star game. Check check me out. Excuse my language, Mama. Don't nobody give a fuck about Mike Conley. <laughs> Stop playing, bro. I'll say, but you like Mike Conley is never going to be like like a premier point guard in the league, obviously because of all the other guards in the league. Right. But I mean, if you. He's not. But if right. you're a team who's like needs a point guard, there's no issues with Mike Conley. Mike Conley, sure. he's an old school point guard. Yeah, he's like a. I wouldn't even say a poor man's Chris Paul because Mike Conley is good. He's a yeah. When you think of point guard, ideal point guard, that's Mike Conley. Yeah, these point guards nowadays I mean, off, the, are off just, the bench, he's averaging 17 points yeah, a game. Right these now, point guards nowadays are nothing but two guards yeah. for this season. Um, he's. 17 points a game and six assists per game. And he plays defense. And he's shooting 41% from three. And he plays defense on top of that. But this first, this being potentially his first All-Star game, is crazy. I mean, I thought, damn, maybe he'll get in. He got in when he was with the Grizzlies. Yeah. Obviously not. But, I mean, kind of like the whole whole Trey Young thing. When you look at the other guards, though, who are up there, like, Devin Booker wasn't even going to get in. Yeah. So, but if you t- so true. we can we can leave D book out. You still got Chris Paul, Donovan Mitchell, Dame, um, who's the star? Luca, Steph, Luca. Yeah. You know, PG is he? Yeah. Uh, do they got him as a guard? Or? Right. No, they got him as a forward up here. Oh, forward. Okay. Yeah. You know, the only reason and Devin Booker's averaging twenty five and a half, four and three and a half while leading the Suns to an actual good record. Hmm. And he oh D uh, Donovan Mitchell in a dunk contest right? Um, is he, is he doing are the dunk they? I thought they weren't doing no, the dunk. Oh, they are doing it. They're doing it like at, during oh. halftime, right? Oh, I'm not sure, but I, I think he's in a dunk contest. They're so. doing one of them. So wait, so the they compromise? So so they combined it into one day, the All Star game, and then so the from what I've seen, I think they're doing the dunk contest before the game. And then halftime of the All Star Game is going to be the three point contest, I think. Ooh, Obi Toppin in it. Obi, I say Obi Toppin, uh, Anthony, Anthony Simmons. Simmons, Cassius Stanley. Cassius Stanley's got bounce. Yeah, bro, he had bounce since uh, middle school. <laughs> Zion has not ruled out an appearance yet. When I seen today, which this was like I four seen, days ago. No, I got an update today saying Zion is not doing it. Oh, okay. Oh, speaking of dunking, who who do y'all think is the best? I'm gonna go in game dunker. Best in game dunker? Yeah, let's let's not do uh 
slam dunk contest. Like, I'm talking in game dunker. Like of all time or Yeah, all time. It's gotta be Vince Carter, right? Are you going Vince? I'm I'm going Stroh Miles Swift, baby. Say <laughs> <laughs> like, now nah, in game. I'm, I'm going with all I know is Dominique Wilkins. I'm, I'm going Brian. Bruh. Well, I don't shit. Braun's pretty I, good. I'll say Kobe's good. Get, like them dudes who had but Kobe ain't had like, that elevation. Like, he used to. Yeah. But you you got you had dudes like uh, Paul George when he before the before the leg injury. Like you remember when he did that three sixty windmill? That thing was tough. You got him. Uh, who who else got? There's so many. Oh, Gerald Green. Gerald Green had bounce. Um, I mean, Michael Jordan was probably yeah, up there Michael too. Jordan. You Jordan. Know. Mm, baseline. Uh, Demar Derozan. You know. Yeah. Do, but I'm talking Doctor J. Huh? I'm talking about with like. The swag. Dr. J was before like, my Jordan, before my time. <laughs> like Jordan, True. Jordan was dunking on people, but he rarely did. You know, rock the baby, cradle the baby, and all that stuff in game. In game, yeah. Like DeMar Vince De- Carter, damn sure did. Yeah, DeMar and De- Tracy McGrady. What Demar Derozan almost did a three in the Olympics. Uh, or no, oh no, yeah, it was just he a fever. <laughs> bro. He did. He, he went for somebody. a three sixty dunk over a center, and almost made it. Yeah, but I'm, I'm gonna have to go, Brian. Bron, I was watching like old Bron when he was with like the Cavs. 05. Bron's top five, dog. But yeah. I, I still think it's Vince. The, the elevation, yeah. head over the rim every time, bro. Like that man, Bron was something else. The, the thing is, like Bron's kind of those like everybody wanted him to do the uh, the dunk contest at least dunk once. dunk contest, yeah. And you know that was kind of the things that made Jordan cool. Is like Jordan went and did the dunk contest. See that that shit hard, man. It's hard. It is being creative. Yeah, especially nowadays, because you you know you see so much stuff now. Yeah, you got you got so high I schoolers. I think someone doing. someone of our generation who was probably not anymore. Um, Blake yeah. Griffin. I, as Ooh, soon as you said that, about Blake. as soon as you said that, that's immediately what came to my mind. Yeah, because you said <laughs> not maybe not anymore. Blake, oh man. Yeah, Blake. Lob Blake City? Griffin. That was that was a fun time. He was he yeah, was, it was disrespecting Paul Gasol. He was disrespecting everybody, bro. I remember, <laughs> I remember watching a game that when they were playing the Celtics. I forget who who went for the layup, bro. But they pump. I think it was Chris Humphreys. They yeah, it was because Chris Humphreys pump fake got Blake in the air and he jumped past him and he went for the layup and Blake Griffin did like a three sixty swat and blocked the shot with the <laughs> other hand. <laughs> but yeah, Blake Griffin a good one. Blake had bounce. Dude, crazy athleticism. I think the one in the league right now, outside of LeBron, I'd have to go Zach Levine. I'm going Anthony Edwards. Off that one dunk. Yo. <laughs> God, that's early. Yo, Ant Man, he, he been going crazy. He been he's dunking like, on everyone. He was disgusting. Yeah, he been dunking on everyone. And, and you know, it's he's only like six three or six four too. So when you're shorter, your dunks always look cooler because you have to jump. So higher. much better. Like that's why, like. With Aaron Gordon and Dwight Howard and dunk contests and stuff like that, like they had to be super creative because they're too big. Their dunks weren't gonna look that good. Yeah, but mm-hmm. but proven dunker in now. I'm gonna go. Ooh, in game I'm going uh, Donovan Mitchell. I'm going to Spider because mm. he always does that air walk. Yeah, air yeah, and, and kick the legs. That that ain't that ain't sexy. Yeah, I man. I'm like I'm just trying to kind of think off the top of my head of some other like, cause Larry Nance had some nasty dunks 
for a little bit. Yeah. Um. Man, Kelly Oubre normally dunks on a couple people per season. <laughs> Aaron Gordon. Aaron Gordon. G got bounce. Miles Bridges. Miles Bridges. Damn. You know, there's a Terry Rozier been ducking on people. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Russell Westbrook did it too. Yeah. Russell Westbrook, not so much anymore, but now now that you not anymore. now that you bring him up, like when when Russell was younger. He was, Bruh. and oh, he his was, dunks yeah. were violent too. On people, dude. That's with what made the, it with fun. With the buzz yeah. cut, low cut yeah. rush, dunking his, on everyone. His dunks were always violent. Um, I'm surprised he didn't tear his rotator cuff. He probably did. He that's why. Dunking. That's why he can't yeah. shoot no more. He tore his meniscus. <laughs> that's why he can't shoot no more. <laughs> Close enough. He doesn't. He doesn't have the hops I'll say, anymore. Well, you remember before Derrick Rose the started getting hurt? You remember Derrick Rose dunks? Oh, I want to go higher. Rose. <laughs> the elevation was just crazy. It's the elevation and hang time of Derrick Rose. Yeah, and he was like, he used to do like three dude. different. <laughs> he used to do like three different like air like in the clutches. Air yeah, moves. I was I was like, yo, what in the world? It was. He still be pulling out sometimes. Though. Yeah, every like especially when it's reverses. A couple like a you you see it probably like maybe three to four times a season now with him where he goes like coast to coast and does some wild layup. And you're yeah. like, and then the, you know, 13-year-old in me gets really excited. I'm like, oh, man, <laughs> I wish he didn't get hurt. <laughs> the city of Chicago sold their soul to get, sold his soul to get him. That's what happened. He he was supposed, he was supposed to lead did. that team to a championship. Yeah. They even said, bro. Shit, he was about, about to be the next freaking LeBron. Bro, did you not see what Dwayne I, Wade said not too long ago? He was going to be ago? bigger than LeBron. Bro, Dwayne Dwayne Wade said um, that summer of free agency when Braun went to Miami, he said they talked about going uh, for him and LeBron to go to Chicago and team up with Derrick Rose. Sweet Jesus. He said that. <laughs> that would have saved was, his injury. That was almost <laughs> the option was to go to uh, Chicago with Derrick Rose and play with him. Bro. That, bro. They could have saved Derrick, Derrick Rose, Rose that ass whooping in the playoffs for those two seasons. <laughs> Derrick Rose is what the youngest player to win MVP. 2022, 20, right? Like he, 2022. He was on pace, I think, to be like, I don't want to say bigger than LeBron, but I think he would have been right there. For for what he did, he, he was right going to carry the same, like the same, um, not reputation, but same as expectations that, like he would have had the expectations in Chicago that LeBron had in Cleveland. Yeah. With him being, like, Other the hometown than, kid. Bro, yeah. Other than, like, LeBron off the court, like, all the things he does and stuff. Like, Derrick Rose a quiet dude. Yeah. But on the court, bro, I think it would have been, like, the same level. So. Dude was cold. You you remember, what was it, like, two years ago now where he played for the Timberwolves? And he had, like, that 55-point oh, yeah, game, hit the ga- hit a, the go-ahead shot and blocked the game winner to keep the, to win the game? My man broke down, man. It, you know, that was kind of one of those things. And then he went on a tear for a minute. You're like, hold on, is Derrick Rose back? Eight <laughs> years later? But even then, there is only every person who's ever won an MVP in the NBA has made it to the Hall of Fame. Mm. Do you think Derrick Rose is going to get into the Hall of Fame? I think he should. Or do you, you know? I think he should, but will he? He won't be like first ballot. Or do you think NBA he's going to be a case of, of like, what if with all the injuries? NBA Hall of Fame. They, could, I feel like it could be what if. NBA Hall of Fame. I think they. Um, I'm pretty sure they. They. Um, 
include your college, his uh, collegiate years too. And he won the championship for Memphis, right? Uh, oh, no, I'm kind of. What, not really. Championship? Not technically. Technically, that year never happened. I don't think. Oh damn! But like they that, that they was, won. He I think he made he they either won the final because Calipari was there, wasn't he? Oh, the, yeah, yeah. Because I think so, because that was the year Michael Beasley was at Kansas State. Either they won or they were like in the finals. Okay, so yeah, that'll definitely go into his collegiate. I mean, into his Hall of Fame. But, uh, but even then, like I said, I think they once he got to the NBA, I think they ruled like he was supposed to be academically ineligible. So I think they kind of uh, got rid of those that Memphis year. I think I'm not sure though. And like you say, when the MVP was taking over the league, rookie bro, of the year, they got they got a count tag. So I think he'll get in for sure. I, you know, I really hope I hope he does just for my sake. Cause I'm I like Derrick Rose. I've always been a Derrick Rose fan. But he gets to the Chicago Bull Hall of Fame. Fuck it. Oh, for <laughs> that's sure. something. <laughs> but, <laughs> that's something, man. So in his career, he's averaged eighteen point six with three point four boards and five and a half assists in his career. That's as of right now. He's averaging thirteen and a half this season. You know, those don't sound like Hall of Fame numbers, but you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna keep hope alive. Well, let me tell you this: what you did say about it being it includes your college. It definitely does because it's the basketball Hall of Fame, not the pro basketball Hall of Fame, not the NBA basketball Hall of Fame. Oh, it's actually the Naismith Memorial Basketball Hall of Fame. Oh, I didn't oh, yeah, know that. Like it in, bro. So college is college stats are also included. So, Ooh, oh yeah, my boy Mello, Mello going to the Hall of Fame. Yo, Woo! so did you know if Mello can find a way to win a championship in the NBA, he would be the only player in history to win a state champion or a national championship in high school college and then win obviously the finals that's crazy he would be the only the only person in history to to accomplish that damn come on portland come on look let's be real mellow's going to a hall of fame anyway oh a thousand percent mellow i'll never forget when jaber was disrespecting the hell out of carmelo that day what do you say? He, he was just in the group chat talking about Melo. Melo was never even that good. He was just all he could do was score. I was like, "Whoa, come on!" Oh, don't talk yeah, about don't talk now, about rated do up. Do we Mello. even give a damn what he has to say? Majority yeah, man, because Jaber's a Celtics fan and he was trying to make me look bad. <laughs> oh, you're talking about Jaber? For some reason, I thought you said no, Jake. no, no, no Jaber. <laughs> no, Jake. I respect what, when it comes to basketball. I respect what Jake says because that's literally like the only sport Jake actually cares about. <laughs> I'd say he cares about football equally. He, he, I, I don't know, bro. Like, Jake literally all night watches basketball. And that that man was a Suns fan uh, even when they sucked. <laughs> yeah. I give him that. He didn't, he didn't give up on the Suns. Mm-mm, he kept with him. <laughs> all right. Well, let's get down to our last segment. Best player to wear number 12. This is episode number 12. Tony Allen. We all know who we're Tony gonna, Allen. I mean, we all know who the best player to wear number twelve is. It's no question. It's no debate. Tom Brady. Yeah, for sure. Tom if, Brady. If, if you're not saying Tom Brady, you're a hater. <laughs> that's, that's all it is at this point. 
if you if you want to argue, facts. go argue with one of your friends because we're not listening to it. There's no argument. There's not. There's, there's nothing much to say. No. <laughs> like, Seven-time champ, you know, what is it, a three-time MVP? Three-time MVP, 14-time Pro Bowler, four-time Super – or is it five-time Super Bowl MVP, right? Five-time Super Bowl MVP, I think. Yeah. Because he was four – he was at four times when he had six. I believe so, yeah. Oh. So, yeah. A- alum of the uh, Michigan Wolverines. Jesus Christ. Big Blue. It's the only, that's the only person from Michigan I root for. And Charles Woodson. <laughs> You fuck with Charles Woodson. Do, yeah, you're right. I do I do rock with Charles Woodson. And Chase Winovich. <laughs> eh, not the biggest Chase Winovich fan. Oh, wow. Should should we even throw out our honorable mentions? I mean, sure. It, they don't matter. I mean, yeah. These they are don't. Like, this, just to, these just aren't to even give some honor, recognition. These aren't even honorable mentions. These are just kind of mentions this week. Not <laughs> even these are definitely the just, acquaintances yeah. of number 12. Yeah. Other guys to, to wear uh, Brady's Aaron Rodgers. Rogers, oh, yeah, Rogers, uh, Terry Bradshaw. Yeah. Let's go, let's go, TB. A lot of that's the real. A lot TB. of them are football related. The real um, TB. Rogers Staubach. Yeah. John Stockton. Rogers Staubach. Did he play for the Cowboys? Yeah. He went to war actually. Oh, he did. <laughs> Two time Super Bowl. Yeah, because I think he went to Navy. Yeah. Sweet Jesus. Um, Service country <laughs> came back and, and won a Super Bowl. And then we kind of get to like meh. Uh, we have Jim Kelly. Oh, don't first off, don't disrespect Jim Kelly. Jim Kelly took his team to four straight Super Bowls and beat Cantor. And didn't win any of okay. them. Okay, in his defense, the kicker missed two of those. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Jim Kelly. He played with uh, my Walter, boy uh, Walter Bruce Thurman. Smith. And Walter Bruce Smith. Thurman? Yeah. Oh, yeah. They should at least won one. God yeah, damn. Running back. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see who else we got. Who else we got? Walter Thurman. Oh, Joe Namath. Oh, oh yeah. Of course. Broadway Joe. Randall Cunningham. Randall. Dang, it really is all football in John Stockton, isn't it? The only <laughs> shit. I, I found Wade Boggs up here. Michael Jordan for a game. <laughs> Facts. Ken Stabler. <laughs> oh, boy. Michael Jordan. You I mean, wait you know, till we get to you know it's a short list when in, when Andrew Luck is number 12 on the list. Look. Andrew Luck? Like yeah. I said. All, all these, all these people we named were just lucky enough to wear Tom Brady's number. That's all it was. Uh, That's fact. Even the people who played prior, before, they they were just keeping it warm for for Tommy Boy. Not, yeah, right. not <laughs> minus Terry, minus Terry Bradshaw. None of them were, were really good. I mean, Terry Bradshaw really wasn't that good either. When you think about it. Hey, all right, man, chill out, chill out, bro. <laughs> you being out, you out of pocket right now. I mean, Terry Bradshaw's got a solid resume. Uh, we already talked about these stats. His stats are garbage. Uh, look, man. Yeah, but he was a four-time Super Bowl champion. Okay, say, those are you, accolades. When you're the general, when you're the general, you know you're not always the best soldier. You know what I'm saying? You're not the best at everything. But it, it means but you it means you're the smartest. <laughs> you lead your men, and that's what he did. It's a team sport. Yeah, that team men. was the defense. <laughs> that they, that defense. They had <laughs> they had all the ugly people on defense. <laughs> I think everyone in that on that defense in the Hall of Fame, to be honest. <laughs> Sheesh. <laughs> Yo, yeah. Tom Brady, GOAT, number 12. Seven rings. 
That was that was the easiest one that we have had. Going on eight. Well, if he went, if he was it, easiest one that we have had. Eight, I don't know what I'm gonna do with myself, bro. I must, it, it doesn't even feel real. Like <laughs> if if once he, he got eight, once one, he got bro, seven, that's like playing Madden at that point. Like yeah, it, it doesn't feel. Don't real. Don't you get like, bored? <laughs> You, I win if I win right. three Super Bowls in a row, Madden. I'm like, I don't really want to. I want a, I want a new team now. I want to draft a new team. <laughs> like that's crazy, bro. I guess technically, when you think about it, that's kind Damn. of what Brady did. Brady won six with New England. He was like, I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna go try this with a new team this year on all Madden. Hey, man. All he wanted wasn't. All he wanted was a receiver, bro. That's all y'all had to do. <laughs> he was like, I just had to give him a weapon, he bro." He was like, "Look, oh, you're not gonna give me a receiver? Watch this. I'm gonna go team up with three Pro Bowl receivers, <laughs> and I'm gonna get Gronk back. Get, yeah, get AB out of jail, <laughs> and we about to win. <laughs> not, not to mention, look, he he had to keep Scotty on the on the roster because you know Brady's used to and throwing the, throwing the ball to little white guys. So he was like, "This makes me feel at home." Hey, Scotty, man. Scotty's fast. He might can find a better. He might. He might can find a better job if they keep AB. Some people will pay, definitely pay for him. Hear me out. You know who will take him? Oh Lord! <laughs> as soon as we find a quarterback, Alex Smith. You know you can come be that bridge guy for me. You rather have Alex Smith over Cam Newton? As a bridge guy? Oh, bridge guy. I thought you meant as a. a, a Starting quarterback. No, no, no. I want, uh, I want the Patriots to, to trade up and draft a quarterback, and then I want them to have a quarterback who can start like four games, and then toss that rookie out there, and we're gonna hope for the best. To be Do honest, you specifically I want them to trade up and draft but, Justin Fields, but I also think Cam Newton still is going to get a chance. Uh, yeah. Well, he's open to coming back. I seen. I got an update today saying the Patriots are scouting the top five quarterbacks super heavy. Damn, Cam. Well, well, we'll see what happens. Uh, you know what the Patriots are going to yeah. do. They're going to run the ball and pray to O.J. Simpson that they get a 2,000-yard rusher. He going back to the Panthers. COVID messed him up. Honestly, bro, I kind of I kind of think that was a rough stretch. Not to mention he also didn't even have a, a um, offseason this off year. Season. The offseason could definitely help. Yeah. It, just, it just sucks that. The only job offer he had, <laughs> it's the hardest offense to learn. Yeah, right. I was like, bruh, that's that's rough. Bro, he said Bill Belichick's a cool guy though. So I believe all it. those people who thought Bill Belichick look, I I knew Bill Belichick was cool when he showed when Randy Moss asked him to come to the Halloween party. He showed up as a pirate. See, I think people look at Belichick as like you know, that that cool teacher, but you know not to do too like much. Like Coach K. Yeah, like he cool, but. You know, not the wild out. Like, yeah. I think Bruce Arian is the the type of coach that lets you do, you know, whatever. You know, type stuff. I don't know. I, I get those Bruce vibes Arians from Pete Carroll. Bruce Arians was Mr. Harold, and uh, Belichick is is Mr. Bill. <laughs> <laughs> Facts. That's a good comparison. God dang! Shout out to that man for almost throwing me through a wall in high school. <laughs> I'll never, I'll never forget um, him. I seen the vein in his, in his bicep started popping through his dress shirt. I was like, yeah, I'm gonna just be quiet. <laughs> hey, shout out to Coach Bill. Oh man, bro, I didn't even say anything. <laughs> All right, well, uh, that's gonna do it for today's show. <laughs> oh man.
Damn, I don't got a joke. That's going to do it for today's show. We appreciate everyone that is listening. We are happy to be back after missing a week. Uh, we will be back next week to discuss some more topics, things that will happen uh, from, what's today? Tuesday. Things that will happen from Tuesday to next week, uh, either if we record Monday or Tuesday. Make sure to follow us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and like and subscribe to the podcast. And we will see you guys next week. Love you, mama. Bye.